Up and Adam in the morning. Live here. It's up and Adam in the morning on the Crush 92.5 in studio. My buddy Mike Dawson, he is from the world of Pinot Noir. You're on that mic? Yeah, check it out. I'm on the mic. There you go. I don't, well, Mike's weird. Talk. Talk again? Yeah, no, it's got like some weird noise as you talk. Not your fault. Bounce to that one. Let's try this one. Go Good ahead. morning. Oh, that's way better. Oh, yeah. Listen to that sexiness. Silky. Silky. How you been, dude? Good to see you. Good to see you, man. I'm excited for World of Pinot Noir. Yeah, just a, a weekend plus away. I right? know. Those tickets that we did last week, people were just so stoked. First of all, I think there's a, a definite something running through everyone's veins just to get out and go to a wine event, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. When we first put out tickets, you know, it was sort of, you know, right at kind of a peak of, uh, you know, one of the coronavirus peaks. and yeah. But people were like, had faith, you know, people and people were super hungry to get back to a wine event. Yeah. Like they want to, we're literally calling this like sort of unofficially like the reunion. For sure. Like the coming out party kind of thing. And I have to say that ticket sales in terms of like, you know, right out of the gate, things just started selling like hot. Yeah. Things. People are psyched to get back. And I so think it, it, even despite like the news headlines out of Omicron and like a lot of the panic porn, I think even the average person, regardless of like, the side of the aisle or all the BS. Like, people knew, like, this is, like, look, we're, we're, we're getting back to normal. This is not going to be, you know, this Omicron thing is pretty much like a cold. That's how it affected most people. And especially if you're vaccinated. Like, I got vaccinated. The thing bugged me for a couple of days. It was done. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. And people, like you said, they're just ready to get out there and stuff. So I think it's great. I think a lot of people have been thinking about this. I mean, and they knew once, like, the curtains were rolled back, it's like, let's go. Let's go have totally. some fun. And, and, I mean, you guys are taking all the precautions and doing and so is the Bacara. Yeah. I mean, it's being done in a safe way with all the protocols, but, you know, done in a free way, too. Yeah, I mean, I think a couple things are coming together. Like, I think that people just saw that it's the spring, right? It's We literally take over the entire compound, you know, the, the resort of the yeah. Carlson Bacara. You've been there a ton. It's like... A huge expanse of space so we can really utilize that space, make it safe. I mean, we were thinking that we were going to be in the middle of, like, the worst. So we were planning on how to, how can we do something that's super safe to the people attending and the people participating, like me. Yeah, like, right. I want to be safe. Sure, of course. And so right. we took all these precautions to really sort of make, you know, our footprints in different rooms and how we're doing space outside. And, how, you know, some even the dinners are like we're calling these these fireside chats, which are really cool um, they're going to be all outside um, next to like a fire pit. So, you know, we've really taken a precaution. So, yeah, I think that that helped. Obviously, I think spring, you know, we're going to be coming out of the holidays where we knew we we're going to see spikes. But to be honest, like, I think people are just ready, you know, and yeah. assuming that you can do it safely. I mean, we're, we're requiring, even though we know that there's like the state laws lifted the mask mandates, we're still requiring that you have to show proof of vaccination and you have to show and or show a negative timely test. So, I mean, we're still making those precautions, and people are buying into that 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 factor. So, yeah. yeah, pretty stoked. That's cool. And, you know, this one, because, I mean, if you think about it, I know you remember it because you, you're very close to this event, putting it on. But, I mean, this this was, at least for me, the last event of 2020. Totally. I mean, before everything literally just, just under got... the wire, <laughs> You know? I remember everybody was, like, <laughs> fist bumping, not shaking hands. Yeah, like, remember, was, like, the elbow yeah. bump, the corona elbow bump? The corona elbow bump. Oh, my God. But it was so funny. Like, remember, do you remember that weekend? So, this is 2020, March 2020. Yeah, early First March. weekend of March. I just remember, like, the end of the weekend that, like, they were going to cancel the final four. And then uh -huh. I was like, oh, it's on. Yeah. You know, like, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, this is going to pass, you know. 
This is going to be like something. 15 days to slow the spread. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no. It was... when, they, when they canceled the final four, I was like, no. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so it's going to be cool. And you guys not only, I mean, there's like over a couple dozen different events and things and ways to kind of geek out on into Pinot Noir and all of the great places that it comes from. And we could talk about that. I know some of these are sold out. you got to go to worldofpinotnoir.com and literally just see the whole Thing, but it kicks off with this alfresco party on Thursday yeah. outside, and and you're even calling it. It's a reunion party. Yeah, we're, yeah, we've dubbed that the reunion party. I mean, it's actually it's not dubbed that. It's officially called that. And mm-hmm. yeah, we're gonna have music there. Um, it's gonna. I mean, it's it that usually that event Thursday night, right? People, you know, we we see good numbers for for sure, but we've seen like even more numbers. People are just ready to see each other again. People mm-hmm. are ready to like reunite. And thankfully, we can do it over some awesome food and do it outside, uh, awesome music, and obviously, clearly, some great wine. I love the, I love when the cork dorks, you know, we get to go down there and do the show from World of Pinot Noir. And every year it's been at the Bacara, it gets better and better. Let's talk about how the weekend lays out, especially with these grand tastings. I mean, it makes me, like, I get out of here, you know, at 10 from the morning show. I literally head right down to Santa Barbara because that Friday tasting to me, it's just like it rips the, 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 the curtains back and it's like, boom, this weekend is on. Yeah, I mean, for the sheer sake that it's officially not the weekend some people still have to work uh-huh. so fridays generally have fewer people mm-hmm. so you're actually going to be i think on saturdays which is obviously a bigger crowd you're still going to have time with the winemaker who's pouring the wine but on friday you're going to have a little more time you know and you're also if you're into like the buying wines there's really good deals you don't have to be like super rich to get into the auction that we have mm-hmm. um you can sort of like peruse the online auction a little bit more and kind of get a feel for things Really make your moves. You can. It's. It's. I would. If you could cut work and take a date down there on Friday. Yeah. It's literally going to be like the best date. Totally. Like, yeah. It's the be Friday sunny. tasting. Santa Barbara. It's beautiful. You're by the sea. You're drinking some of the best Pinot. There's going to be more than 150 winemakers there or wineries what? there. Yeah. On it's, Friday alone. Yeah. You're. you're oh psyched. my god. Yeah. You know another thing I I do love. You know. Because when you're at a wine event, you know, grabbing a bite here or there, it, it's essential. But the culinary team at the Ritz-Carlton Bacara, I mean, they deliver. The food at this event every year never disappoints. Yeah, you talk about, you can't even call it a buffet. No, right, yeah. Right? It's just like <laughs> this super fancy, I, like, I don't even know where they get some of those, like, forks and plates that they get that are biodegradable. Uh-huh. So cool. Very Yeah, very classy food. And obviously with COVID... We've done it so we're going to be like have individual things. So there's no like more, no more buffet, as I like to mm-hmm. say. So it's going to be like a more individual serving. So you're going to feel safe. Um, again, the footprint inside where, you know, there's tenting outside. It's, 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 I'm super, you know me, I'm mm-hmm. super hypochondriac. I use so much hand sanitizer. It's insane. <laughs> you were doing that before. Like my hands like look like I'm a 90 year old right. because I use so much hand sanitizer. I'm so paranoid. I'm feeling extremely safe about World of Pinot Noir. So Let's talk about psyched. Pinot Noir because it's such a magical grape and the wine that uh, that comes of it. And, I mean, we're talking about this cool temperature grape that everywhere from, you know, Santa Maria to Finger Lakes, New York. Yeah. I mean, and then, you, of course, you're going to have Burgundy where this all, you know, came from and, and is inspired by. But talk about the kind of magic of Pinot Noir and how it's really not one of those gateway uh, grapes. It's something you kind of get into after you really start to appreciate wine and that sense of place that it gives. Yeah, I mean, first of all, yeah, if, you, if you're brand new to Pinot Noir, you taste it, you're like, this is going to be your new favorite wine. Mm-hmm. But what's cool is if you start to get into it just a little bit, um, and this is what, like, the pros will do, too, is that 
you start to realize that as it's always sort of labeled is like it's the most expressive grape. So we've actually got a really cool seminar called the West Coast Blind Tasting Challenge. It's going to be on Friday. There's only like a few tickets left to that because, you know, people are pretty stoked. But we're actually going through from Willamette, like possibly Willamette, but up in Oregon. All If you think about the West Coast, right, all the way up in Oregon, sometimes into Washington. Yeah. Even some there's, yes, there's actually Pinot Noir, some made in Washington. Yeah. Not much, but you go all the way down to even like L.A., you can get some... Pinot Noir. And so we're going to do a blind tasting challenge where you can see just within like a few hundred miles how much different yeah. the expression is of the grape. And so that's, as you take that on a broader scale, it's in the Finger Lakes of New York, as you mentioned, it's going to be much different than it is in the mm-hmm. West Coast. It's going to be much different in Central Otago and New Zealand. It's going to be much different in even parts of Burgundy. Yeah. So it's super expressive. Like it's like really a sense of place. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, you could taste wine from the Santa Rita Hills oh, yeah. and then wine from Santa Maria. And be like, oh, there's some certain character Edna Valley. I mean, yeah. even on a, a micro kind of like, you know, Central Coast level, there are different characteristics that Pinot offers. And it's, I mean, that's what makes the, the grape so much yeah, fun. Yeah, you taste Chamisol. Yeah. You, even here, like, let's say Tali, right? Royal Grande or Leticia. Mm-hmm. And then you taste something that's in the Edna Valley. You, there's a difference, man. Yes. Yeah. I mean... It's subtle, but if you drink enough of it, as I do, yeah. <laughs> you're going to start to see some uh, some the subtle differences. I want to talk about uh, the Slow Coast AVA, and you guys are celebrating them. It's kind of like the coming out party for them. We're going to come back, talk more with our friend Mike Dawson. He is of World of Pinot Noir. you got to check out worldofpinotnoir.com. We're taking a few of you with us uh, starting next week. We're excited about it. We'll continue with Mike next. It's up and at him in the morning. Up and at him in the morning. More importantly, it is Friday. Got my man Mike Dawson here. He is from World of Pinot Noir. Good to see you, Mikey. How are you, my friend? Doing great. Doing great. Mm-mm. Friday. I know. You got any plans for the weekend or what? Starting to warm up. Yeah, I'm getting ready for the World of Pinot. I'm yeah. non-stop. <laughs> when do you go to Santa Barbara to like... I'll go down base. Wednesday. We'll all go down. Like the, the main teams will go down Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's the prep. And we usually have like a dinner the night before. I think we're going to go to... Uh, Los Agaves. Mm. Margaritas as big as our heads. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. You know, carb load up for the big weekend. So, um, Slow Coast Wine. We've had the folks in here and we've talked about this AVA, yeah. you know, kind of becoming a thing and, and it's coming to fruition. Yeah, finally. And, and writing an AVA, we've had Wes Hagen on a bunch and uh, writing an AVA isn't easy. Getting it approved takes time. I mean, it's a, but this AVA is really exciting because it encompasses a wide area, but an area that, although varied, has a lot of, you know, similarities that are threaded through. And you could be, say, up, you know, maybe near Stolo and be getting some great Pinot Noir from the Cambria area, or maybe down towards Sinai Valley and getting some Pinot Noir, you know, a mile and a half out of Avila Beach. Yeah. And you're going to see some uh, similarities that kind of run through. And this is kind of like the big coming out party for the Slow Coast AVA at World of Pinot. Yeah, I mean, so many people behind the scenes have been hard at work trying to get this done. And as you talk, you know, talking to Wes, trying to get uh, stuff done down in Santa Barbara, you know how long it takes. And you just got to keep grinding at it. And these guys have done it, you know. I mean, huge shout out. I always hear from, like, Aaron Jackson. You know, I always think that, like, Mike Siner was, like, a huge part of it. Or, like, the guys up in Stolo and, you know, when Nicole was there and stuff. But it's like everyone always gives a big shout out to Aaron Jackson for really driving it through. Really? Uh, yeah, because he's got he he once took me over to like the Derbyshire site that's like in San Simeon or uh-huh. technic I think it's technically San Simeon, yeah. yeah. 
you know, like it's you can just see the water down there mm-hmm. from there, and you know, super wind, yeah, protect it from the wind. And so, anyway, so yeah, he's got he picks grapes from up uh, Pinot Noir from there, and uh, I know that he and a bunch of other folks have been a huge part of getting that going. Um, but yeah, so it's pretty exciting because yeah, if you think about it, if you look at Stola wines, one of my favorite wineries, hey. especially when Nicole was making it, you know, I think that if you, they always had to put San Luis Obispo County, right, as sort of their place. And now they'll be able to actually have a specific AVA that's, you know, that's specific. And then ultimately over time, we'll start telling that story of like what that terroir really is. Yeah. It's really special. Yeah. You talk about that. At Derbyshire, what are that? That's owned by the um, Derby folks, right? Yeah, exactly. And then all the way down Shout to, out to Steve out there. Yeah. Vineyard manager Steve. Yeah, he's nuts. He was he soil was, scientist. I was, there, I was still living in New York, right? I was just visiting and he's like, hey, man. I was like, man, that's a huge deer down there. And he goes, it's a zebra. And I go, get out. Yeah, right. I know. He got the glasses. He got his binoculars out. And I looked. I was like, oh, my God, that's a zebra. Yeah. Like like every other (laughs) schmuck that walks through here. I was just like, yeah, they're actually zebras. I know it's nothing new to people listening, but I was like, what? (laughs) No, totally. Like, there's zebras here, like, naturally. Um, But I remember the first time we interviewed Steve Vieira. And he's a, you know, he's a soil scientist. So he was yeah. like, literally, we're putting dirt in our mouth. And he's like, do you, do you taste that? I mean, this guy just knows his soils and knows his, you know, everything as yeah. far as like growing. So uh, it's exciting. Uh, the Slow Coast Wine AVA is kind of having its coming out party. So uh, there is a dinner associated with that at World of Pinot Noir. Are there any other little things that maybe got a, you know, a trickle of tickets left that are, would be worthy of mention or things you want to talk about? Or Yeah, I would check out. I mean, first and foremost, I, if I were people out there wanting to maybe get away, do something fun that weekend, it's going to be a little bit warmer too next weekend. Looking like beautiful sun, no rain. Um, I would go to the grand tastings. I would go to the Friday grand tasting because, like I said before, lesser crowds um, uh, just because it's kind of a work day. But there's still a lot of people cutting work. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be empty, that's for sure. Uh, or the Saturday grand tasting if you can't make the Friday. Those are the ones that are most available right now. But in terms of, like I mentioned before, the West Coast Blind Tasting Challenge, you know, we've seen like just I, in the last day or two, like there were some ticket changes and stuff like that. So I would check out that. That blind tasting is going to be really fun. You don't have to know how to blind taste. You can just, but you actually be able to see the difference between Pinot Noir up and down the West Coast. Um, most of the Burgundy stuff is sold out. There's a great uh, seminar on Gary's Vineyards. It's going to be 20 and 20 years of that, even though I think it's technically 25, but like 20 years since they've been producing grapes there. Uh, Matt Ketman from Wine Enthusiast down in Santa Barbara Independent, he's going to be uh, leading that. So, I mean, Gary's Vineyard, right? Like, huge, huge famous site. Costa Brown is going to be celebrating 25 years with a wow. fat dinner that I wish I'll be able to eat, but I'll probably eat in the back. <laughs> um, yeah, so there's a lot of stuff that, unfortunately, you know, is sold out at this point, but it's good because... Like I said, man, people just want to get back. And, oh. But the best way to experience World of Pinot Noir right now is the Grand Tastings, Friday and Saturday. I would recommend Friday. We had a lady uh, who won, uh, Kristen, and uh, she's taking her husband down there to celebrate their anniversary. Oh, that's awesome. And he's so excited that I heard he's making, like, he's got spreadsheets. Like, he's re- reading, like, he's on your website, reading who's there. Awesome. And he's like, where am I going? You know, and he's just, like, one of these guys who's very, like, you know, plans things out. Love and it. he's literally, like, geeking out on where he's going to go visit. It's funny because, you know, there's so much wine there that to do it that way is actually kind of smart because you could go there and see, 
you know, some crazy lines, whether it's like, you know, where it's like, why, whoa, Calera is like, you know, five, six deep or Custer Brown or Sea Smoke or whatever. But then there'll be some people that maybe you've never heard of or, yeah. you know, like I remember seeing like, I mean, like Al Lugar before he, he kind of blew up. I yeah. mean, yeah, he's a, he's a well-known, Kobe's a well-known uh, winemaker. He's the world of Pinot Noir president. I know, yeah. But I mean, when his wine just first came out, it was like, you could go right up there and it's just really neat. There's so much fun wine there and I remember tasting Heart and Hands from the Finger Lakes and learning yeah. that area or like um, Sonoma, that Brulium. And these people is a doctor yeah. who does her, she like does her wine all nonprofit. Like, I mean, there's so many cool stories, so much great wine. Yeah. You just got to check it out. And it's just so neat. Yeah. And it's cool. The grand tastings that, you know, in the past, we would normally set up like these sort of areas, but we do it by region. Yeah. This year we decided to do it alphabetical. Really? So if it were me and then a way to taste the different expressions man i would literally start like at n work to z or whatever like yeah, yeah, yeah. or go literally a to z um and and just start tasting through and this year we don't have a booklet we have this like cool when you get there you'll be able to like take a picture of the qr code yeah and actually be able to like you'll be actually we actually be able to like sort of pick and check off the wines you oh, like. So it's going to be automated. right on your phone. Yeah, right on your phone. That's smart. Yeah, so that guy who's coming down who's doing spreadsheets. Yeah, you know, get him ready, but you may be able to ditch him once you get there. Yeah, you can just do a <laughs> QR code and be like, I like that one. I didn't like that one. I like this one. That's so cool. Yeah, it's pretty rad. I love that. Um, we're we're the Cork Dorks uh, boothing. Are we in the same spot? Yeah, man, you're, you're you're in like the the winner's corner. I love that. I love that area. It's so great. Yeah, it's literally your corner. That's so cool yeah. yeah we just we love doing the show we love working with you guys and it's such a fun event you know there's like you know just a couple wine events a year that that reach this level of just like one just complete stardom with who's there and like it's a who's who of that varietal and the, and the industry of, in and of itself yeah and i um, mean world of pinot is is right up there so you know thanks to you guys and stacy and the whole team you guys for doing what you do to make this event so incredible and yeah and for having us part of it and supporting the crush and put, getting the word out on here, like we just love you guys, and it's just such a pleasure to be a part of the. Well, event. yeah, thanks, Adam. That's, that means a lot to us. And then, you know, just obviously, I'm not like uh, kissing butt here, but like, you know, we had a really great board. We have a really great board that got us through a really weird year last year. You know, mm-hmm. we had to do everything online, and you know, a lot of some wine events didn't make it, but because of our board of directors and our advisory board, and you know, our staff too. Um, you know, we 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 muscled through and made sure that we could keep doing it. We're going to keep going, man. It's just going to get better and better every year. And this year is going to be the best year. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing it. And even some of the the event players, like whether it's Lacey or Dana. Yeah. I mean, I just love the whole team. Yeah. That that puts this event Shout on. Out to Brett. Oh yeah, She'll Brett. Of there. course. Yeah. She runs that floor. Yeah. And then who? Oh, not Brett. And then who are your um? Who are some of the psalms? Yeah, some familiar I mean, faces or what? Super psalms like Josh Orr, Master Ceremony or Master Ceremonies, uh, uh, Master Psalm. Uh, well, he's part of just one of our cap, one of our uh, yeah. Chris, you know, Chris Shackelford. Absolutely, he's a board member. You know, he's a psalm. Uh, cool. Runs owns and uh, runs Trillio and uh, um, Fresno. Which is not right, Clovis. Clovis, he's gonna yeah. kill me for saying Fresno. <laughs> it's okay, it's just but I mean, of... we, some of the moderators are really rad. Obviously, I mentioned Matt Ketman before. He lives in Santa mm-hmm. Barbara, but and this guy's a heavy hitter in the Central Coast. Yeah, he's running the Gary's Vineyards thing. Um, but uh, Ray Isle from Food and Wine is gonna be there. Um, David Glancy, founder of the San Francisco Wine School, like maybe the most fun and can make wine. He's literally probably the biggest brain in wine. Yeah. He can make it so simple. Yeah. Even I, like, and he's another MS. He's another, another MS. Uh, we have, uh, Claire Tooley, 
a master of wine. Um, she writes for Decanter, and she works for this awesome company up in Napa. Um, she's British, so like you automatically just kind of love her. Yeah, of course, her accent. <laughs> she talks about wine and terroir, and it's yeah. like perfect. Yeah. It's like, okay, yeah, whatever. Just keep talking. And you got a lot of the principles there, too. So it's yeah. like, you know, when you're walking up to Jordan, it's like there's the winemaker for Jordan. When you're, you know, there's, you know, Adam Lee from, yeah. you know. Adam Lee's holding a, an awesome, right. like his two new brands, right? Beaumarche and Clarisse. Uh-huh. That thing sold out like hot cakes, mm-hmm. man. But he's doing a seminar doing that. Yeah, and that's what's so cool is that, you know, the world of Pinot Noir brings the world. I mean, tons of Burgundy, Central Otago. There's stuff from Chile. There's stuff literally, people from all over the world come to pour at this thing and yeah. participate in seminars. But it's the Central Coast, right? It began here in the Central Coast, which means it's still got that Central Coast feel. Like around here, like say Paso Robles is a great example, or Edna Valley. When you walk in, you're going to see the winemaker. Yeah. And that's what happens here in the world of Pinot. We've always sort of kept it. Yes, it's got sort of a sheen of like sophistication, but it's still like... Very easy, very welcoming, and you're going to hang out with the winemakers. Yeah. And it's the coolest. And listening to folks like Brian Talley or some of these folks who, you know, helped like kick this yeah, off he, years and years big ago. Big shout out to Brian Talley. Without him and a bunch of other people, he wouldn't have, World of Pinot Noir wouldn't be here. Yeah. Oh, it's so neat. So, uh, the Ritz Carlton Bacar Resort playing host once again to the World of Pinot Noir. It happens next weekend. Definitely get to that Friday tasting. Uh, there's a tasting on Saturday too, but like Mike said, you know, there's just something special about being there. It's a little bit, you know, a little bit less people and you just got more, all this room to play around. And the Bacara throws it down from a culinary standpoint. The food is exceptional. The event is, uh, flawless and you got the principles of these wines and you're exploring one of the, you know, most exciting, you know, varietals on, on our planet and that's Pinot Noir. So I'm so glad that you had a chance to come in here before it gets crazy busy. Yeah, thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Yeah. And I love, uh, that you're down there. I know, love uh, that you're up and Adam in the morning, and I love that the Cork Dorks will be doing their show from World of Pinot Noir. Hit up worldofpinotnoir.com. Up and Adam in the morning. With Adam Montiel. Weekday mornings, 6 to 10 a.m. The Crush 92.5, the perfect blend.